This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let me tell you a little bit about Rough Greens. Uh, ever since we put Rough Greens down uh, in the bowl for Uno, he has changed. And the first thing that changed, he wanted to eat. It was it was crazy. We used to have to we have to assign people to feed him. He was like, oh, it's not my turn to feed the dog. And it's not because we were lazy, because you had to sit there for 20 minutes and not move. Otherwise, he'd stop eating. Uh, I don't know what your dog is like eating, but if you put rough greens on Uno's food, he snarfs whatever. I could put a brick into his and he would eat it if I had rough greens on it. Rough greens it is probiotics, omega oils, vitamins, minerals. It doesn't just taste good. It's like dog crack for these dogs. Uh, but it is also really good for your dog, and that's what you'll really see over a couple of months of using Rough Greens. They want you to try a free bag of Rough Greens. They'll send you just a little sample just to make sure your dog will eat it. If your dog eats it and likes it, then order a real bag of Rough Greens, and you're going to start to see the changes in, what, over a year. My dog is just not the same dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Go there now. Okay, here we go. What you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, you sick, twisted freak. I want to put you on a full-fledged duct tape warning. This is not a drill. Would you agree with this warning? Yes, it's full-fledged. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I should have done this last hour. A full-fledged warning. Wrap your head in duct tape because it just might explode. We begin in 60 seconds. All right. Well, let me tell you about uh, let me tell you about relief factor. Penelope lives in Texas, and over the years she began to get a little older, and she had aches and pains throughout her body. She found she couldn't uh, walk upstairs without having to stop every little bit. That's why God invented elevators, and I hope part of the new Green Deal is an elevator in every house anyway penelope listens to the program she heard me start talking about relief factor a while back decided "Ah, i might as well give it a try why not you know you're out 20 bucks if it doesn't work for you if it does work you get your life back well you know the story within three weeks of starting to take relief factor she said that she noticed her pain was receding eventually almost totally gone she can walk up the stairs without any problem she still get the elevator penelope really I mean, if you're like me, you're going to get fat, and then you're just going to be like, I don't want to walk upstairs. It's too far. You end up sleeping in a chair in the living room. I'm just saying. 
Relief Factor, not a drug. It was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to uh, buy more because it works. Get the trial pack now for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. Americans are constantly told conservatives want voter suppression. Police are systemically racist. Equity trumps equality. What's the truth? Is America a racist nation? Glenn investigates the big lies from the left, shares the real data on police violence, and debunks the race baiters that continue to divide our country. Get the facts to fight back. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. So today is a good day to listen to the podcast. If you're just joining us, you really, no, I don't want to use the word want, want to listen to it. I think this is a, you really need to listen to uh, the podcast today. It's a weird day for Stu and I, because we've been talking about this forever, forever. And it's finally beginning, at least in a, transitory way transitory transitory comes and it goes uh i'm i'm interested to see because you you promised at some point a solution to this i do i'm fascinated to hear that Uh but the problem from if to summarize here let me see if i have this correct (laughs) uh prices are up pretty much everywhere I think people are noticing that, right? They're going to the gas pumps. They're going you go to the grocery store. You notice it. Yeah, it's it's to the time. point where it's noticeable to yeah. average people. Yeah. Uh, but that's also very noticeable to the economy as a whole. Mm-hmm. Big business people, small business people, everybody's feeling that all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's going up. We have spending going up. Not going up. I would say hyperspending. Well, <laughs> hyperspending. Hyperspending. We have spent in the last year, uh, last 12 months, $19 trillion. Isn't the size of the economy for a year $11 trillion? <laughs> yeah, the size of the global economy for the year is $53 trillion. But the U.S. economy is, I think, eleven, right? And the yeah. budget is four trillion, yeah, uh-huh. roughly. Uh-huh. Now it's not four trillion anymore, but right. it was four trillion before we decided to spend all these other trillions. Right. That does not include, by the way, uh, more coming. We have multiple trillions of dollars on the table to be spent. Okay, but then you have Bank of America. You went through a bunch of examples of this. Uh, Warren Buffett's another one, by the way. We didn't even mention Warren Buffett is saying that inflation is here and coming. And he's noticing it. Right. But and almost everybody, the Fed is saying, yeah, we're expecting a little higher than 2% inflation. We're already higher than 2% inflation. If you calculate the numbers the way they were calculated back in the 1980s, the last time we had really bad inflation in the 70s and 80s, we would be at almost 11% now, inflation. They're saying, we're just about 2% inflation. No, we're not. No, we're not. The average person will feel it at about 11%. And that's not hyperinflation. No. However, uh-huh. Bank of America, to that they they track how many times people talk about inflation on earnings calls. So this is not just like random people, you know, bloggers, people on social media right. tweeting about inflation. These are actual CEOs who are, by the way, legally required to be telling the truth on these calls. Uh, they they 
I mean, you see you know, people like in Enron and stuff. That's how they got in trouble because they were saying things that were misleading on earnings calls. It's very, very important to get those things uh, as, as accurate as possible. So they're talking about inflation more and more. They track that. It's up 800% inflation mentions in these earnings calls. And their summary, I don't, I don't have the quote in front of me. Do you have the quote in front of you by any chance? Uh, yeah, let me get the uh, quote. This, yeah, this is, is from, Bank of America. Yeah, Bank of America, the earnings call from Bank of America. Inflation trends running hot as margins hit record highs is the headline. This is again from Bank of America. We noted during week two that mentions of inflation quadrupled year over year. After last week, mentions have jumped nearly 800% year after year. On an absolute basis, mentions skyrocketed to near record highs, pointing to, at the very least, transitory hyperinflation ahead. End quote. Transitory hyperinflation. I mean, I, hyperinflation used to be like some conspiracy theory that you would get in trouble for saying was possible. Oh, believe me, they'll find a way to right. find us that in, we'll get in trouble. <laughs> Bank of America is saying it now. Yeah. In addition to this, pensions, who are already in massive, massive trouble. And have to make 7% uh, in earnings. Pensions you put you send in your money for your union that goes into the pension fund. The pension fund then invests in things like the best thing you can invest in now. Dogecoin, obviously. Yeah, Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. Um, they need seven percent return year over year. Otherwise, they can't meet the obligations. Okay, so they're on the edge. They have gotten out of U.S. bonds because it's only returning one percent. But here's the good news. Well, <laughs> they're now going to force pension funds to buy, what, a third or so? Yeah, 30% of their pension fund now has to be in U.S. Treasuries. Right. So they're now just forcing, people might lose confidence, let's say, in U.S. Treasuries in this circumstance that we're discussing. Well, now the pensions have to buy them to stay afloat. And here's the great thing. This is just a giant Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. Here's a great thing. They're buying the bonds from the Federal Reserve. So the Federal Reserve was the one going to the politicians. Yeah, go ahead. Write as much as you want. We'll just we'll buy it. But then the government gave the Federal Reserve an out and granted them covid privileges under the executive order to be able to sell those bonds to anyone who wants to buy them they used to only be able to sell them to under other central banks but central banks are not buying them so now they'll just send they'll sell them to you but they know there's not going to be a big demand for those so the government is forcing the pensions as of 2022 to buy bonds from the federal reserve so the banks get their money you're screwed mama uh, mom and dad grandma and grandpa your pensions you're not going to get it oh i'm sorry oh no 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 i'm sorry the federal government is guaranteeing those pensions so you will be paid that money in u.s dollars now isn't that great because if you're you know making two thousand dollars in your pension today just imagine how far those $2,000 will go under transitory hyperinflation. Oh, going to be so rich. And you're saying you have a solution to this. 
<clears throat> no, I have. Uh, which I, I, have I would a way say I'm to, skeptical of, of, of the possibility of such things. I have a way to prepare. And I want to give you some things to think about. So there is a catalog of inflation hedges, things that you can buy that are a hedge against inflation. The number one has always had an A rating was gold until tips came into the picture in the 1980s. In the 1980s, they realized the government realized that gold was people were dropping the federal uh, bonds and they were buying gold and it was freaking people out. Remember, the price of gold in 1973 was 34, 34 or th- Maybe it was $60 an ounce. I think it was 34, but it might have been $60 an ounce, okay, in 1972. Then we went off the gold standard. By uh, 1980, it was about $1,000, and it was freaking everybody out. So the federal government decided, you know what, we're going to come up with new bonds, and we're called, they're called TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected. So it guarantees the rate of inflation however if inflation is low you lose if the government you know hyperinflates the money you lose because what are you going to buy with all that money nothing because it's not worth anything but it's always been rated a hedging power tips this is according to s&p core logic and morningstar the hedge the hedging power of tips is an a long-term Hedging prospects, F. Now, why? Diversified uh, commodities. Um, Hedging power is an A, long-term C. Now, that makes sense to me because you would say it's transitory. And so if you're going to buy a whole bunch of different commodities, you're going to buy soybeans and corn and everything else. It's eventually going to get better. So it's a great way to hedge it right now to buy a bunch of that stuff. But eventually it's going to come down. Okay. Indebtedness. I've heard people say, well, now's the time to roll Tomorrow, up a big yeah. debt because I'm just going to pay it off with hyperinflated money. Believe me, the house always wins. Indebtedness. Hedging power. A. Long-term prospects, F. Lumber products, B for hedging power. Long-term prospects, A. Let me give you an example. I had to put floors in my house. And who knew that when you put in floors, you also have to have plywood underneath it. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> Probably was, a lot of people knew that, but I, I didn't know anything. You didn't about know it. it. I, I didn't know it. I just thought like, the floors magically came in the house. Yeah. Like they just popped I mean, the house down on a helicopter. You already the have there. wood there. It's a wood floor. Why do you need more wood underneath <laughs> right. it? With double Jeez. wood? And then you need like two by fours and big <laughs> th- Why? It's wood. Anyway, uh, who knew that? So when we bought it, we bought... Uh, Unfortunately, uh, for for me, kind of, we bought more than we needed. We thought we needed. So we, we had like, I don't know, 30 extra sheets of plywood. Well, when we bought them, they were like $13. In some places in America today, they're $80 a sheet. Okay. They were $13. I could have easily gone in front of Home Depot and said, plywood, 45 bucks, and made <laughs> a killing on it. Okay. Um 
this is really important. If you are looking for ways to hedge, do not look to get rich. Do not look for schemes to say, I can profit. I'm sure there are going to be people who are going to profit off of this. I'm sure there are. There are going to be schemes, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of people will lose their shirt at this time as well. Do not go into debt. Don't buy lumber if you're just like, I'm going to corner the lumber market. That's a stupid idea. However, if you're going to use lumber, so you will always have a place for it, and you're not borrowing money, lumber might be a good deal. I just sold my uh, plywood for $13 a sheet to my friend who is needing to redo their floors as well because of this, this cold that happened and the water and everything else. So I sold them to him for 13 bucks. He saved a ton of money. I could have made a profit on that, and he probably wouldn't have had a problem, but I didn't, I didn't want to do that. But you look for things that people are going to need. The world is always going to need lumber. Here's an interesting one. Bitcoin, hedging power, B. Long-term prospects, the only one with a question mark. (laughs) Uh, Commercial real estate, hedging power B. Long-term prospect A, a house, having the deed, having the deed to your house. B, long-term prospects, D, a B. I will tell you there's a caveat to that, and I don't think we're going to have time today, but could you write this down? I got to talk to you about what I think is coming with houses. I, I, I think there is... Anyway, gold is a C hedging power, long-term prospects C. I completely disagree with that. Material uh, producers is a C now, long-term A. Cash, C, long-term prospects D. I think it's an F. Oil, D, uh, long-term prospects B. Okay, that's if you're going to invest in things or you're you're looking to do that. I want to break this down. I want to take a one-minute break. And I want to break this down to the person that is the average person that doesn't have money, that doesn't have a lot of money, that is 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 living day to day and is wondering, what does this mean to me? It's going to mean a lot to you. And let me show you how you can uh, protect yourself and your family. I'll do that in 60 seconds. Hey, here's one thing you could do. Get out of your timeshare. Get out of your timeshare. Timeshare termination team is waiting for you right now. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. But you have to tell them that I sent you, so make sure you do that. Call 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 888-GET-YOU-OUT. That's 888-438-8688. Or visit them online at Timeshare Termination Team. Not only if you use my name, will you get 20% off? They have a 100% money back guarantee that if they can't get you out of the timeshare, you get your money back 100% of it. How can they possibly do that? This is not a company that was like, I used to be in the timeshare business, so I know how these scumbags work because, well, I was a scumbag and I'm not now, though. 
These are attorneys that knew that there was a problem in this area and they could help people. So these are all attorneys that are looking at it the legal way, the most effective way, the permanent way to get you out of your timeshare. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, Uh, let me go through a couple of things. If you're just joining us, um, Bank of America came out and said there's transitory hyperinflation. Quoting, at the very least, transitory hyperinflation coming our way. Stu, did you ever get the definition of hyperinflation? What is the actual definition? Monetary inflation occurring at a very high rate. Okay. So, so that you, leaves a little bit of wiggle room. Yes. However, traditionally, we understand that as Zimbabwe, uh, Germany, Venezuela, when prices just skyrocket. Now, the reason why they're saying uh, transitory is because they believe this is going to come and then it will go away when the world goes back to normal. But do you think we're going back to normal? We're spending $19 trillion dollars. And we've just proposed another four. We're not really going back to normal, kids. So what do you do? The first thing I want to talk to you about is this. I want you to get this book right now. Crisis Preparedness Handbook. It's the third edition. Uh, Patrick and, or Patricia and Jack Spigarelli. Uh, 40,000 copies sold. I just want to show it on screen. If you happen to be watching the blaze, get this book. This book is the best preparedness book I've ever read because it doesn't overwhelm you. Every book I've ever seen on preparedness, you open up and like, I can't breathe. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and you don't, I mean, you just get stuck because you can't do all of it. This book is, is so good because it breaks it down and it the whole book takes the attitude of if you can't do that no big deal do this or do that you can't do that okay well maybe you don't need to but try to think of these things it really is the best book and i'm going to explain why here in just a second and give you some things if you are the average person that i urge you to do to prepare for what is coming The one thing I checked, there's a checklist in here on what kind of disasters are you preparing for? This thing has everything in it. I mean, you know, earthquakes, tornado, hurricanes, I mean, all the way down to EMP. The one thing it doesn't say is transitory hyperinflation. But everything in this book, you'll be able to find the answer on what you do, including barter tips, which are really important. I'll go into here in a second. It's Crisis Preparedness Handbook by Patricia and Jack Spigarelli. Get this book today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, well, that's just kind of appropriate. Let me talk to you about Goldline. It's time to stop saying inflation is on the way. 
you know and I know it's already here. What's on the way, according to Bank of America, is transitory hyperinflation. Great. Have you noticed how your groceries are going up? That's not the price of things going up. That is the value of your dollar. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. We're not making the goods, and we've just pounded dollars out. So, gold. I highly recommend gold and silver because in the end, the world always comes back. Everything that is uh, glitters is not gold, according to Rudyard Kipling's famous poem. Uh, there is a uh, real reason to have physical gold. Call them right now. Talk to them about the 6% free precious metals promotion for self-directed IRA acquisitions at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can get this show and all the others completely within your subscription. Just save 10 bucks off with the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to Tuesday. Today's broadcast we have uh, primarily dedicated to um, preparedness for economic tough times. Now, uh, Bank of America has issued a report that said at the very, uh, at the very least, transitory hyperinflation is coming. Okay, so... Let's just take them at their word. Not me, not anybody else, not any crazy Yahoo like me saying this. This is Bank of America. Uh, Let's take them at their word. How do you prepare? There's lots of different ways, but you have to start thinking like uh, Germans did in the 1930s. There's a great book. I can't remember the name of it. I'll try to find it here before the end of the hour. But there's a great book out. It was a diary of a guy from Germany uh, and he he just wrote the you know the daily goings on and it is phenomenal. He said one week none of us had any idea what hyperinflation meant. The next week everyone knew what it meant. And the smart people, uh, I should say half smart people, smart people uh, went and they bought as much as they possibly could early on, so their family was stabled. The reason why I say they were half smart people is because they told people. And then, of course, when there's real uh, scarcity and you appear to have more than others, they come for you. So everything I am telling you today, uh, I would keep it to yourself. I would keep it to yourself. Just so you know, I'm not doing any of these things. I'm wildly unprepared. Uh, So... (laughs) So the first thing, if you have zero money, I mean, you have nothing. What job are you doing and how valuable will it be in a bad, chaotic situation? Me, I only have my body to offer and no one's paying me to have sex. (laughs) I'm steak. Okay, very marbled steak. And I know that it, it will be it will, my job will be so short lived. I will be you know, everybody will be working and doing everything. And I'll be I could tell you guys a story. Would you guys like to hear a story? No value in that. OK, in Mad Max. Did you see the storyteller? No, they ate him early on. All right. 
So what skill do you have? If your skill is not good in a in a, you know, a, a bad situation, you might want to look at your hobbies. What are your hobbies? Again, the hobby that I'm starting to really be good at now is painting. Nothing. Nothing. No one's going to say, hey, you want to paint a picture for me while we all starve to death or working out here plowing just for a stinking carrot? Nobody's going to want a painting. So again, I'm steak. I realize that. Don't be steak. What hobby? What can you do? Can you fix cars? Can you learn to fix cars? Do you have any kind of building experience? farming experience do you know how the land even works can you sew and repair things that that's the first thing that you have to do is you have to find the value that you can offer because if you have re i'm talking about catastrophic breakdown you need to be offering people something skill because we're all going to need to work together which brings me to my next topic. If you don't have a bug out bag, if you don't have a, a plan to go someplace, you probably should have one now. Uh, and may I highly recommend that you are in a town where it's like minded people. They are good and decent. They have farming skills. They are used to, you know, living off of the land. They are spiritual in nature. Uh, and, uh, and they also believe in the Constitution. I'd find that community. And I'd either move there or I'd have plans on moving there. Uh, the other thing you can do is build a really good reference library. For instance... Um, did you know if if the drugstore breaks down, do you know anything about medicine? Do you know anything about the plants around you that you can eat or can't eat? I'll be dead in three days. I'll be like, where's the cupcake? Where's sprinkles? Where's the cupcake store? I haven't seen a cupcake store. Where's the cupcake store? There's no cupcake stores here. So go forage for something. Ah, uh, hey, this looks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, build a good reference library and that includes all of the things that you should have every american should have all of the founding documents all of the america think of something that is good and worthy if you only had seven books what would they be uh then look for things um can you get into communications? How will we communicate with each other? What are your communication skills? Um, do you have, you know, any medical skills? Can you get any medical skills? Can you right now go get skills and don't ever tell somebody you're a doctor? Although I'm a doctor. Boy, won't that be ironic? <gasps> That's how I'll survive. I'm a doctor. He was very sick before I cut him open. Very sick. I... I didn't think he'd survive. You, he had a heart problem. You took out his stomach. Oh, well, his stomach had to be removed. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, don't, tell you, don't tell anybody you were a police officer or a doctor. Or you'll, be, you'll be dragged into service. Now, here's something else. 
you are looking for things and i'm talking about people who are the average person that doesn't have i well i'm talking to my broker this afternoon at four o'clock uh we're gonna play around at nine or twelve and uh we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about stocks and stuff i'm talking about the average person okay get out of debt as much as you can Buy something that is of value, a car, even if it's not a fancy car, just a car that works and a car you could prepare, you could repair. When you have nothing, remember, others will have nothing as well. Toilet paper comes to mind. Oh, no, Glenn Beck is he's starting a rush on toilet paper toilet paper is going to be eight dollars a sheet soon yeah it probably will be but not because i said something uh toilet paper uh razor blades painkillers uh you know over-the-counter medicines lip balm diapers baby wipes condoms bar soap deodorant shampoo all of that stuff if things get really bad and really expensive wait a minute you're a farmer you you have some corn we haven't had anything but soap for dinner for a while. I'll trade you some soap for some corn. You're looking for things that you can trade people for. Also, I think a very good investment is ammunition. Let me say that again. Ammunition would be a very good investment. Uh, we have a couple of stories uh, on that uh, coming up. Also, uh, coffee, alcohol. People don't think this way, but if people can't afford something, and let's say, I can't relate to this, you're an alcoholic, I need alcohol. Even if you're not an alcoholic, right now in today's world, I need alcohol. <laughs> Lots of it. Kids, don't waste your alcoholism on years where the problems aren't that big you're gonna <laughs> need that alcohol someday as homer simpson says oh. uh, alcohol the cause of and solution to all of the world's problems <laughs> exactly mm -hmm. right he's exactly right mm -hmm. coffee and tea sugar sweets chocolate think like your grandparents or your great-grandparents in the great depression I told Stu, I mean, I told Pat, he's like, oh, good year to start a, a cookie company. And I said, actually, <laughs> cookies and chocolates and sugar will be one of the last things that people will stop buying. Because when the whole world sucks, you want something normal and you want a treat. And it could be just a bar of chocolate would I, be great. I've had his cookies and I believe Kexi Cookie will be the last company standing in America. Yeah, see, uh, he, <laughs> even, he even has something. He's yeah. like, they're coming they're coming at us, Glenn, and he's like, they're coming for you, man. I'm the cookie guy. <laughs> well, you're describing here, to interrupt a little bit, you're describing here a real, I mean, apocalypse type of situation here. This is not, this so. is not, hey, your prices are going up. Okay, I don't think this so. This is a world where, like, okay, civilization so is crumbling. Your prices are going up. Again, do not tell people you're doing this. Your prices are going up. Your prices are expensive today. If you're in transitionary or no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, transitory, transitory, transitory hyperinflation, hyper mm -hmm. your price of your food, uh, your corn or whatever is going to go up. I am doing stuff on my house. I bought the stuff that I knew I was going to use. I wasn't using it to barter or anything else. I bought it right now. 
That's the key. Buy things that you know you're going to need and use, and you know that it might come down before you use it all, but it's better to have it than having to go buy it when it's a bottle of shampoo that used to cost you $3 is now $5 and you think might be $17. Buy it now. The things you can do is cut your spending where you can and buy the things that you know you're going to need. If it's if it's transitory hyperinflation, great. That means things... <laughs> Try to say this with a straight face. <laughs> it means things go back to normal. Great. So try to do everything you can to cut out your expenditures for the next eight months. Buy the things that are going up. Detergents, bleaches. Bleach is going to go through the roof. Um, if you're looking for anything of building a house, it's going to go through the roof. Think about what the government is spending. They're doing things for the Green New Deal. So everything in a house, everything with a grid, everything electricity, any copper is going to go through the roof because the government is going to spend billions buying a bunch of it. That leaves very little for you. Also, one last thing. Don't dismiss this. My grandfather taught me, you know, he lived through the Great Depression and he said, you know, people laughed, people laughed, people laughed. He said, we didn't have the money to invest in the stock market. He said, but everybody was trying to get rich. Everybody was borrowing against things they didn't really own. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. The people who were rich, really rich, they were the ones that had money because they didn't play the game of let's get wealthy quickly. They just kept and they bought things when things began to fall apart. You buy things of intrinsic value. Think as, un- think as, as unlike the average American as you possibly can. Think about tomorrow. Think about what you need tomorrow. Buy things when you can and store them. And don't work on that. Don't don't pull from that storehouse until you really need to pull from it. Just keep adding to the storehouse. You buy you go grocery shopping. Just add to that. All right. Back in just a minute. Real estate agents. I trust. Uh, Hey, hey, buying and selling a house. Ha 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 ha. Sounds like a great time to do it, doesn't it? Right now, the average house is, if you're building a house, it's going to cost you 34%. That's today, 34% more than it would have cost you a year ago. So buying a house is going to be pretty dicey, especially if it's a brand new house. People are moving, uh, and if they're moving from your state, you're going to have a hard time selling your house. You need somebody who is an expert in the area of whether you're buying or where you're selling an expert in those locations that have the, the chops that are one of the best sellers in the area. They have the record. They've been in it for a long time. They have the system to get your home sold fast and for top dollar and to get you not into a, uh, into a uh, bidding war, 
But winning that war and winning the house that you want, uh, real estate agents I trust will put you into the the hands of those kinds of real estate agents. I urge you, this is a free service to you. You just go to realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. We'll put you in touch with a real estate agent. Please don't take my word for it. Please do your own homework. Interview these people. If you don't feel good about it, move on to somebody else. But I think you will feel good about these people. They're really good people. Many of them, if not most of them, uh, are uh, fans of the show. They think like you, and they just want a square deal for everybody involved. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Again, I want to give you uh, one more Reminder, the book I urge you to get today, get it right now. It's called Crisis Preparedness Handbook. It totally revised and updated. This is the third edition, the one I have. It's uh, Patricia Spigarelli, Aston, and Jack Spigarelli. Just, just think spaghetti. Just think the crisis preparedness guy. And if spaghetti looks like it could be their last names, you got the right book. <laughs> <laughs> good advice uh, thank you i mean just trying to make people th- this is a great great book um i think tomorrow i'd like to open up the phones somewhat maybe for an hour and take your questions on this next hour we're preparing for tomorrow night's tv show uh the the racist be damned the people who are saying we're a racist nation we're going to set the record straight and give you the tools to be able to argue it Next hour, we're talking to the farmers and the attorney that is, they're suing the government for the right to involved in government projects.